0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Small Biz Tips. So a few months ago, <laughs> I was browsing on LinkedIn and I came across this guy. He had some awesome posts about business strategies. I reached out and I was like, I like this guy. I got to bring him in the podcast. Carl, what's going on, man?
1: <laughs> it's doing great. Thank you so much for having me on your show today.
0: Thank you for coming in, brother. I appreciate you. So before we go any further, right, I know you got so many gems you can share with our audience. Who is Carl? And so
1: once again, Carl J. Cox, uh, I do that by the way, say so the J because there is a Carl Cox who's a famous DJ. And so if I don't differentiate that, he takes away all of my social cred. So uh and so yeah, so anyways, my what I do, I'm CEO of 40 strategy. Uh also host of the measure Success podcast and author of lost at ceo and and what we do is our passion is we want to positively impact a million people in ten thousand organizations over this decade and then we also give the first 10 percent to charity and so wow. our goal is to give at least a million dollars to charity over the next decade we're on track of doing that uh so that's what gets me up and gets you know gets me out of bed each day but how we do that mm-hmm. is we help people understand where they want to go And our way of doing that is we design world-class strategic plans and we uh-huh. help them keep them accountable to get done. And through that process, our clients have extraordinary success.
0: Ooh, okay. You said so many amazing things here. I gotta go back right first, how'd how'd you even get into this business?
1: <laughs> Let's not there. oh wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'll I'll give the short version um, uh, the, the core behind it, I, I was really fortunate in my career. So I, I actually did not intend, so to speak, to be doing what I'm doing today. Really? Okay. So this was not my, I'm going to run a strategic planning consulting business. This was not my core. I started out as a bean counter, a CPA, first decade of my life. By the age of 30, I was a CFO wow. Um with a bunch of different companies. But I've been throughout my career. I've been, I've been with seven different companies that have gone from 2X to 7X in size. Nice. So, so I've had these incredible experiences. And, and what got me ultimately into this was um, I was moving through with a company, multiple different companies grew, and then I actually opened up the US office for an Australian software company, strategic planning oh. software company called Cascade Strategy. And, and through that process, we grew up from 50 clients to 350 clients in three years. And the cool part was is we found out. People were buying, our. some people were buying our software like the buy a Peloton bike. And, and what, that, what I mean by that is, um, and, and some of you might know in the audience, that becomes a very expensive towel rack, right? Uh-huh. It, pe- people thought they bought the bike to get skinny, uh, to get in shape. And what they found out was they didn't have a plan, they didn't have passion, and they didn't have accountability to get it done. Mm. So what we did is we started giving, I started giving free consulting because we started realizing some people were buying our software, they were hoping-
0: you know, oh, to wow. get this
1: experience, right? They're hoping that the strategy was going to solve their problem. Started giving free consulting, then started charging for consulting and started traveling around the US and around the Caribbean. And it was just a great time, a great experience. Had these amazing reviews. Ultimately, I was with this client in Phoenix, Arizona, and he pulled me aside two hours in the meeting. He said, Carl, I would have paid you 10 grand just for that last two hours of work. Wow. Now, clarify, I still haven't charged 10 grand for two hours. Just a note, <laughs> anybody's listening. But- the, the reason why is because we provided him so much value. Yeah. So an hour, sorry, a, a year later, uh, the CEO of Australia, after seeing all these good performances, he said, Carl, why don't you run and set up my global consulting business? It was such a compelling opportunity. The problem was, is I have four kids and they mm. three of them are are uh, college collegiate athletes and I didn't want to miss that whole experience. Mm. So I politely declined, opened up 40 strategy. And and we started January 2020 when we've been doing what we do. We've been doubling every year and continuing to add value out in the marketplace.
0: Congrats. Congrats. I love it. You mentioned something earlier about making an impact to over a million people. Tell us more about that, right? Because not everybody say, hey, I want to impact over a million people. So how did you come up with that? <laughs> you know, why that particular number? And then like, where are you so far with that? It's a great
1: question. And I wanted to, you know, one of the things we believe and we we tell people too is when you set goals, you gotta set goals that are gonna force you to strive to change your habits. And if you if you set these simple five, I'm just going to improve five percent, or I'm going to go ten percent. Yeah, you won't change your habits. But when you say I'm going to impact a million people, I'm going to do impact ten thousand organizations. You have to change what you're doing. So what did we do? We started a podcast.
0: Okay, right.
1: I wouldn't have done a podcast right if I didn't have that in. We wrote a book. And, okay. and so I wrote that book with the intention of impacting a broader audience. And so it's forcing me to do things. I hear I'm on your podcast, right? Yeah. So I can quietly have a very successful business without, um, without doing the external piece. However, it's a shame. It'd be a shame. I will never be able to connect with everybody. My, you know, it's, the, light, the world's too big. Yeah. And directly, I would never be able to work with them individually with every single person however, however, right. We do have the way we are w- do, making ways to make that more potential. Mm. And there's the DIY people. What I mean, do it yourselfers who are going to yeah. take our book, who are going to listen to podcasts and they're going to take a strategic tip and they're going to run with it and it's going to create value for them. So that's how we're going to get the broader audience. But uh-huh. what we love to do is personally facilitate them. And we have group classes. And and matter of fact, um, we are in a few months, we're going to be we are developing a chat GBT course on how to apply Chat GPT to our strategic methodology.
0: Ooh, that's spicy. I, I, that, okay. Okay. Well, wow, so. I love how you you're combining what you're already doing with the future, because you know, this thing in AI is gonna keep growing. So let me ask you this, right? Because you mentioned another thing that that kind of grabbed my attention. You said you're creating impact with a podcast, but you also wrote a book. Well, Tell us about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, so um, lost a CEO, and and that's uh, for those who are watching is is behind me here, and and what it is, it's a fable. So first of all, if you're if I don't know how much people read or not, who's listening, but you know, I, I'm a big believer. Be, to be a great leader, you have to be a great reader. Oh, and, and matter of fact, be, as we got into our business, I I read about 300 books in five years to help beef up my leadership strategic knowledge. and and value management uh, philosophies and so that we apply those principles and that's how we came up but now the book though is written differently it's a fable it's a story of a entrepreneur going through his challenges and how he gets stuck and he runs into this consultant at a coffee shop and he's like i'm getting ready to do my strategic planning the same way i've done it every year and the consultant says should you be doing that huh and so it's this process of him learning through this consultant who's haphazardly kind of connecting with him through airports and, yeah. and moving around. And, and, and that pseudo person is me, if you may. Right. Yeah, I use a different name. I use my grandfather's uh-huh. name and, and the entrepreneur is, is technically not me, but it's also me because I've been in a lot of these different companies, but it's also yeah. like the people I've worked with as a clients. I had a, one of the greatest compliments I received recently is I, I, have a new client down in long beach california i I gave him a copy of the book and they started reading it and Mm -hmm. then i'm not kidding next time i met them i said carl you've only met me briefly but how did you write this book about me
0: oh wow because i'm guessing you cover every challenge that because i mean you think about it a lot of us entrepreneurs go through the same challenges and sometimes we don't even realize it because we think we're alone in this so um, can you give us like, I know you can't share the whole book cause definitely want people to go grab it. Uh, can you share a little bit, like what a snippet of like challenge that you've seen that are common between entrepreneurs and then, you know, just a little snippet of the book. So people just kind of have an idea. <laughs> yeah. So what,
1: you know, first of all, let's just be honest. It's hard being by ourselves, you know, whether you're a yeah. solopreneur or whether you run a larger business, um, you're, you're on your own. You know, okay. and what I mean by that is, even if you have partners, even if you have employees, even if you have your spouse working with you or your significant other, it's up to you. And there's mm-hmm. things that, as much as you want to say, you can't say it. And so, part of this lost at CEO, it's kind of this play in words, right? Of like lost at C, lost at CEO, okay. right? Is what happens, what is, is we get so caught in our business. Yes. Right. What happens is, if we get too caught in our business over time, we start getting stuck. Mm-hmm. And then when the storm hits, we have this risk of of losing resources, and getting shipwrecked, and it's these three stages. As a matter of fact, Bezos calls it and, uh, Jeff Bezos calls it day one, day two, day three. Day one is growth. Day two is stasis. Day three is death. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. okay. So, so what? So going towards that, we all experience this. All of us yeah. do. I, I've, I've experienced this stuff. I, and, and what we have to recognize is we have to get up and start working on the business. So it, to, it, that's a key part right there.
0: Yeah. So uh, we hear that a lot, right? You you know, stop working in a business and own a business. What's an example of working on the business?
1: So a great example of working on the business is as an example. Yeah. If you're working in the business, you are serving your client directly, but mm-hmm. you might also be doing all of your email. You might also be doing all of your accounting you yeah. might also be doing all of your you know add, add the thing and when you start working on your business you start recognizing wow i'm working 17 hours a day and when i do my if i looked at all of my hours and my w- rates i'm getting paid what again? getting paid at a fast food restaurant if you oh, actually track for a lot of entrepreneurs if you really did how many hours you worked yeah. And so what's critical value. So this is, this is a key tip right here. Let's say for argument's sake, you wanted to make, uh, let's just say 200,000. We'll do an easy, uh-huh. easy number. Well, what that means is you have to make on average, every two for all 2,000 hours, you have to make $100 per hour. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. $100 per hour. You have to average that or better. So what that means is anything that's under $100 per hour you have to learn to delegate or automate. Mm. And you have to move your time above that 100-hour clip. Yeah. So that's working on your business. That's like when you start looking at your business going, hey, should do I really need to write that email, the same email, the same exact response that I yeah. have in my marketing campaign to every single person? Or can I pay somebody $7 an hour or $25 an hour to yeah. do it? Right. Instead. And so I could focus my time where I where people are paying me to add value is whatever service I'm delivering.
0: Yeah. Either the operation or maybe sales. Gotcha. Uh, just that strategic planning on, on how you allocate your time It is valuable. Wow. OK. Wow. This is valuable. I like that. I like that. So let's go a, a, a little bit deeper. Right. So you, you have this book, but you mentioned as well. You, record, you read you read what over three hundred books in like a couple of years? Yeah, that was a,
1: that was a five year period, and and I you know I try to consume a lot of books on a consistent basis, and it's um, it brings it's like 60 energy books and knowledge.
0: A, a year, man. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was uh, it's not easy, and I have a good you know actually matter of fact, um, one of my good friends Trey Taylor who wrote ha- matter of fact wrote the four, He does a hundred books a year. Oh wow! So. I don't want to make it like I'm the the, the most read at all. I mean, there, there's way more. But the reality, even when you read that much, you realize how little you know. You realize, yeah. you know, all you have to do is go into Bards and Noble. And you might go to the business section and see, wow, I've read the majority of these books. But then you just go look over to the next aisle in a different genre and you realize, wow, how little I've read, right? Mm. And so there's always has to be this humility with learning. I think the more you know that you realize, the less you know. And, and so, yeah, go ahead.
0: No, no, I agree. With well, the more you know, the realize the less you know because you want to know more. So uh, I I think that's you know, that's something a lot of us don't think about. Which take me to my next questions to you, right? You've worked with all those different companies. What were some of the lessons you've learned? And what when did you realize, oh my god, there's still so much more I don't know?
1: <laughs> well, this is this is the tough part, and and this is one of the things why people don't do strategic planning is because. Mm-hmm. Ninety percent of organizations fail to get two thirds of their strategic objectives done.
0: Okay. Okay. So 90%? meaning,
1: ninety percent fail to keep it simple. Ninety percent of strategic plans fail. Why? <laughs> well, and and so that's that's a lot with this book, but just one. I'll give you one one good one right here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it has to do with focus. Okay. All right. You um many of us have done this whether we've done it on the back of the napkin or we've gone to a whiteboard or we 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 printed out on our computer you know a bunch of ideas and concepts of how we're going to conquer the world and whatever we're doing <laughs> and and we get we get excited you know we go and speak oh we're going to do this this this, this, this. The, the problem is is this is that we don't have the time to do everything mm. what we have to do is focus on the items that are going to have the greatest impact and the greatest likelihood of success.
0: Okay. And we have
1: to stop doing the things that aren't doing that. That's so I don't run into, you know, my experience and I, and this isn't true for all of us, but for the most of us, we work really, we work really hard. Mm -hmm. We're a hard, high achieving people. All right. That's not the problem. The problem is, We're not focused on the things that are going to have the greatest impact. And so when it comes to strategic planning, we, you'll have that big whiteboard and we'll narrow it down. We'll narrow it down to the central few. Yeah. So you can be successful on those big goals. And, and then when we get done, then we'll move on to the next ones. And so. That's what we do is it's a big part is we, we call it the trim phase. We have these seven principles that we do and okay. we actually trim down the plan to the central few. And some people are like, Oh, I don't want, I don't want to stop doing that. It's like, trust me. There, there's a book called the the um, four disciplines of execution is right behind me here. Um, okay. This is dating myself quite a bit, but there used to be something called the Covey. Um, well, it actually still exists. Sorry. This Covey leadership book. And uh-huh. and uh, Stephen Covey, the Stephen Seven Habits Covey, of Highly yeah. Effective People, right? Okay, and there yeah. used to be the Franklin Happy. Well, they they started consulting for businesses. They did fifteen hundred strategic implementations, and they found out they should only do three strategic initiatives at one time. Okay, just three. Okay, now this is crazy. They did five thousand implementations. They revised the book, and they said you should only do one thing at a time.
0: Wow. So w- when you said one thing at a time, right? So he, that's something else because people, you know. We all have that ADHD where our attention is everywhere. So how do you determine, okay, this is gonna be the one thing that I'm gonna do? How long do I need to do it for? How well do I need to do it before I move to something else? Right? Yeah,
1: that's that's a great question. And and what it has to do is 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 the habit of whatever you whatever you were changing, mm-hmm. it's become a new habit. Okay. Right. So the problem is we'll we'll, often we will build something, but it won't get implemented. Yeah. Right. It won't get carried through. It won't become a habit. And so therefore, all of that work that we did to create something great never becomes great. Rarely do people look back at something they did and went, oh, I got this return on investment on that. Yeah. Okay. And and so this is why it's important to have the patience to go I'm going to work on this one big thing now. Yeah. And I'm going to deliver this one big thing now and I'm going to crush it and I'm going to execute and get a return on it and then I'll work on the next thing as opposed to I'm going to work on three things simultaneously mm. and get them all done with mediocrity. Wow and and once again i'm talking about the strategic items i'm not talking about your core business here yeah right i'm talking about when you're trying to change the way how you do things far more valuable to get down one thing and and just to clarify they did they did validate when you do more than 3 it doesn't just hurt the 3 it hurt, i mean it hurt one of them it hurts all three of them you start to fail at all three and all the additional ones that you do gotcha Okay. So this is once again, the importance of, yeah, you might decide, and I might not be able to talk you down to two or three. Okay. I get that, but try to whenever you can not do one or two or even down to one. And and I was with a major firm. Okay. Here, I'm going to test you here a little bit. Okay. I was with a big firm and I've kind of led into it, but I, I was meeting with them and they were using our software. I was mentioning that cascade strategy, strategy yeah, Software, yeah. and, and we, we had, um they were tracking the top 13 to 15 strategic, Project that we had, and but there was a guy in the corner who was all frustrated, and he said, "Hey, Carl, um, I'm frustrated because my projects aren't in there." I said, "Well, how many projects do you have?" He says, "I have 600 projects I'm responsible for." Jesus. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So I've never met anybody who has had to this day 600 projects. So I asked him, "How many?" I was just out of curious. I said, "How many project managers do you have managing the 600 projects?" So let me ask you, how many? How many do you think they had? One. I get that answer. Sometimes I get 10, I get something at 20. Sometimes no, I because
0: get I'm thinking I, they should at least have six or because, you know, at least 60, because 10 project per person, that should probably work. So this is how
1: many they have 600.
0: Huh. Okay. So, each so I can't name is company, by one person?
1: One to one relationship. They have a one-to-one relationship. Every project is managed by one project manager, which goes and comes to the truth back to the four disciplines of execution. Five thousand implementations validated. You should be working on one thing at a time. You should have one project manager work on one thing at a time. And and so what it it what's what and I, once again I can't name the company on the air. It's it's a Fortune yeah, yeah. 50 company. But nobody's going to beat them in what they do because they are so focused at getting oh. things done. And what people miss is they did way more than 600 projects a year because as soon as that project gets done, they move oh, that project manager onto the next project. Gotcha. Right? Okay. But if you had what you described earlier, 60 people working on 10, they'd be lucky to get three projects done that year.
0: Yeah, I see.
1: Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah, as yeah. opposed to getting that one person maybe worked on – a project every quarter, they actually got four done and got them done well and they got implemented, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's the most so
0: focused implementation, yes. able to take action, follow through. I see. So it's kind of like even you have people, and that's even in the grand scheme of thing, right? You may have people that has like, I was talking to an entrepreneur the other day. He has like seven businesses that he's trying to get off the ground. And I asked him, it's kind of similar. I'm like, which one are you making the most money on? This one. I'm like, well, focus on this one first. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It, it's, you know, once again, I, I, I love it. And I, I have multiple different things going to just to clarify, but, yeah. but, you know, I have people that I put that have responsibility on it. Right. Yeah. And so, so th- so I can follow and and keep them accountable and keep them on track to help move those things going forward. If, if I'm working on seven different things, they're not all seven won't happen.
0: Yeah, I agree. You know, I'm
1: talking about big things. I'm not talking about small little things. Yeah. Like, you know, significant impact.
0: I gotcha. Oh, wow. Uh, So If anybody, I'm looking at the time, it's just flying, man. So if anybody want to get the book, let's talk about that. How do they get the book, man? Because I think that's a great book to read. Lost at CEO. So how do they get it? uh, And how do they get in touch with you?
1: Okay. So I'm going to give your guests something special that I don't
0: typically do. Okay. 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 Guys, you hear that?
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. This is special. I don't do this very often. And I'm not kidding. I don't do this very often. But um. I feel bad because I've missed, because I've been so busy and we had to push this out a couple of times. So no anybody who's listening, if you send me an email, Carl J Cox, C-A-R-L-J-C-O-X at four zero strategy.com. I will give you a free signed copy of the book. Ooh,
0: I like that guys. Okay. Guys, you gotta get this. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. That's massive, man. Wow. Okay. So say, say the email again, please.
1: Yeah. So it's Carl J Cox, C-A-R-L-J-C-O-X mm-hmm. at 40strategy.com. Have them send me an email. I'll literally send them a free signed copy of the book that's theirs. Now, if they don't want to do that, um, they could go on Amazon. So mm-hmm. go ahead and order on Amazon. You can go on com, or you can um, go, if you if you like the Audible version, you could go on Audible and, and pick it up as well. So those are the three ways to get the book. Uh, I mentioned we have the measure sets podcast, so we're on the major, uh, things you can go out there and check us out, or you can just simply go to our website to learn more at four zero strategy.
0: Fantastic. To to kind of wrap things up, you've worked in a lot of different businesses. What is that small biz tips you would share with any entrepreneur who want to take their business to the next level?
1: That big goals.
0: Set big, goals. set big goals,
1: set big goals, set big goals. And it's, it's, you, you, we'd be amazed of what our ability, my daughter just walked 500 miles in Spain. Oh, wow. Congrats to and her. she did That's the Camino me. de Santiago, you know, which is, which is a 34 days she worked. She beforehand, before doing this, never walked probably more than five miles a day. And she just did this for 34 consecutive days doing a half marathon a day, basically. Wow. People, we can do amazing things if we set big goals. So that's where I encourage and I want you to inspire Everybody's listening is stop settling for mediocrity. Mm. Start striving to be great. And we all truly have the potential if we strive for it and then create a plan and then keep ourselves accountable or hire somebody to help keep us accountable and get it done. And I, I and just to so let you know, I hire coaches all the time to keep me accountable because I ha- had the same problems I profess to help other people with. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I have the same challenges, but when we do that, big goals, set mm-hmm. a plan, maintain
0: accountability, we can do awesome things. And, and everybody's wow. listening. You can do that as well. I love it. Guys, check out Carl. Re- email him if you want a free copy of the book. Check out his site. He's doing some amazing things in a space. Carl, thank you again for coming in, brother. Have an amazing one.
1: Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure.